The following presentation is brought to you by the Creedle Podcast Network. To learn more or to support our efforts, head to patreon.com slash creedle. That's patreon.com slash C-R-E-E-D-A-L. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Life, a podcast about making movies. Over these next episodes, we are following closely the production of a short film called Double Bondsman. Through interviews with the director, cast members, and production team, I'm bringing you onto the ground floor of filmmaking. This is episode six, four days in October. So now we've arrived at the shoot. It all comes down to four days in October, 2020. When I was preparing the introduction for this episode, I was thinking about saying that this is where the lion's share of the work comes in. But that's not really true at all. It is true that these four days tend to be 12 to 16 to 20 hour days for some of the people involved. But it's also true that these are really the culmination of hundreds of hours of work, the real lion's share that's done all prior to the shoot itself. But in another sense, that really raises the stakes for the shoot because there's so much work that's gone on in advance of this, and all of that work comes down to how well you can execute these four days in October. In this episode, we'll talk mostly about the preparation immediately before the shoot. In the next episode, I will take you onto the shoot itself and play for you a lot of the audio and conversations that were happening on the set. Over the next two episodes, you'll hear from some people who you've already met, but I have to introduce you to a few more. And one of those is Ian Reed who is the founder of a film studio called Distant Moon, based in Washington, D.C. Ian ends up being the director of photography on this project, and we'll hear more about how that came about. But you've already heard from Ian briefly, even if you didn't quite realize it, in the Kickstarter video for Double Bondsman. Hey, I'm Ian Reed, and I'm the executive producer at Distant Moon. Distant Moon is a production company based in Washington, D.C., and we're really excited that Chandler asked us to come on board this project with him. We're going to be bringing the cinematography, the lighting design, the sound capture, a lot of the technical things that bring a script to the screen. Now, you may be wondering how Chandler's partnership with Ian came about. And it's really a pretty simple story. Ian and Chandler had both worked together on projects related to Chandler's day job, where he makes videos for Hillsdale College. So when Chandler had this idea for making a short film, he thought, hey, Ian would be a good guy to run it by, not just for partnership support, but also just to run the story by and the script, etc., So the two of them got to talking in early 2020, and by April 2020, Ian said the Distant Moon was on board. What exactly that meant wasn't totally clear, so in a follow-up conversation in late April 2020, Chandler gave Ian a call to figure out what exactly Distant Moon was willing to do and what they could bring to the table and what they would need in return. All right, can you still hear me? Yep, can you hear me? Okay, cool. Um, So... I wanted to, to talk a little bit more uh, specifically about two specific things. Um, and if you wanted to talk about anything else, that's great too. But I want to talk about um, uh, a little bit more of like, okay, what what kind of involvement um, do you uh, want to have in the project? And then uh, also um, what, you know, you had mentioned um, the possibility of like shooting some uh, high quality BTS and kind of talking about the process and 
really highlighting like just as a uh, you know, these are like talented people, they're they're doing great work and that kind of thing. I just wanted to talk about those two things and what that would look like in a little bit more detail. Um, and uh, just kind of so this conversation goes on a little bit longer, and I'll skip to the part where Ian responds, but Chandler goes on to say, here's the budget we have. Basically, it's not much. We have, you know, we're raising ten dollars to $12,000 if the Kickstarter is successful. We'd like to pay you, but we don't have a lot of money for it. We could probably pay you something, but it's not going to really be a fair wage based on what you would normally ask for a project like this. And then he waited to see what Ian would say. Uh, you also just heard Chandler mention BTS footage, and this is about a previous conversation that Ian and Chandler had had in which Ian mentioned that he and the Distant Moon team could put together some BTS footage, which is behind the scenes. Uh, that often accompanies films. If you've ever watched a special edition DVD of your favorite movie, you've probably seen that they have special behind-the-scenes footage. That's all that is. And so a lot of times, something like a behind-the-scenes reel can be a good uh, perk for early funders of a project um, to help solicit some money early on, right? If you give this amount, you'll have some extra BTS footage to see from the shoot itself and everything around it. So Ian had initially talked about that. Uh, Chandler said, I know you'd mentioned that, but you know, what else can you do? What else do you want to do? I don't want to take advantage of your generosity, et cetera. Uh, and now we'll hear what Ian has to say. Yeah. Um, and then, so I guess on that front, like distant moon, you know, I think we'd be really interested in helping and being a part of it in that sense. Would you, uh, are you wanting to uh, do like all the posts yourself or do you need help with posts as well or what, what's your thought on posts? So this is potentially huge because what Ian means by post is post-production. And that's really where a lot of the hard work comes in. You get all the footage obviously over the shoot but then you have to edit it all. And that often means hundreds of hours of just going through clips and more clips and more clips and doing color correction and color grading and all the sounds. So post-production is a really, really difficult thing to do. And Ian is asking here what Chandler's plan is for post-production. My thought on post right now is that um, we can handle post on our own, you know, and, and by on our own, I mean, a lot of it would be me. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Now, I, again, like, if you want to help with post-production, then, you know, we can talk about that, but uh, our most pressing need will be actual, like, on-the-day capture, that kind of stuff. Um, right. So that, that's partly why, you know, where I just want to open it up and, like, I, I'd love to have just the honest conversation because I don't want to put you in a place where at the end of this, you're like, oh, dang, this is a bad experience. I don't want to do that again, you know? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, the I think we'd love to be a part of Post in some form or another as well. Um, okay. Just, just because, you know, I think we offer, you know, at the very minimum, kind of sound design and color. So this is obviously great news for Chandler because Distant Moon wants to help with the post-production. And as I mentioned already, post-production can be a really arduous and time-consuming task. One of the arguments that Ian uses for why Distant Moon should be involved is that 
ultimately you get a better creative product. It's, you know, there, there's on the one hand, potentially the problem of too many cooks in the kitchen, but on the other hand, if you only have one cook in the kitchen, you might end up getting a, a dish that tastes really bad because no one's there to sort of rein the cook in or give him other ideas and perspectives. So Ian says, look, we've got a team here, multiple people who do editing all day, every day. They're really good at what they do. And you can take primary editing responsibilities, but if you send back and forth to us what you want us to take a look at, we can offer better ideas and potentially do things in a better way that you might not have thought of in the first place. So ultimately the idea here, here is diversity breeds a, a better creative product. And Chandler is sold on that idea. Shortly after this conversation, he gives his producer, Josh Liebhauser, a call to update him on where Distant Moon stands and what this might mean. Among other things that I didn't just play for you, you'll hear Chandler update Josh on where the shoot might happen. Uh, they talked about Michigan, potentially Virginia, where Distant Moon is headquartered, which obviously would be e easier logistically if Distant Moon is bringing all the equipment to the set. Um, and other things too about you know why Distant Moon wants to be involved, what's in it for them, etc. So here is Josh and Chandler in April 2020. The gist is, Ian said, if Distant Moon is going to be in, he wants Distant Moon to be in. Um and so uh, he specifically asked um, if they could help with post-production. Um, and one of the things that he sees as a benefit uh, is being able to um, just start to like uh, make, make it like public that distant moon is like doing narrative projects um, and being there from the beginning to the, to the end. Um, so uh, he wants to be in it and like for, for it to be visible. Um, he wants to, you know, like post about it, have it on their portfolio and, uh, and that kind of thing. I mean, to me, that sounds ideal. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm I'm not sure what level of involvement you wanted them to have with with uh, posts, but obviously, more help is better than less. So, yeah, totally. They, at the very least, wanted to be a part of post production sound and color grading. Um, okay. And they, he also asked. Um, you know, like what are my thoughts on them being involved in the editing process as well? Um, mm. And I, t I asked him, like, you know, would you yeah. would you be all right with, um, like, not being the primary editorial? You know, which is to yeah. say, like, uh, kind of be involved and and you know, to some extent, we don't want to get too like committee ish. Um, yeah. But um, you know, I'd, I'd certainly appreciate. Um, having some some people as sounding boards you know so how, how about as far as the production goes did he talk about um if you could uh if they preferred to film out in virginia if we can use their reds um you know production help um any 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 details as far as that goes yeah, well, I, I didn't ask specifically about cameras yet, um, but I'm I got the sense that they'd be game for the, that. Um, yeah. As far as the um, 
location, I didn't, uh, we, we didn't decide anything. I told him, you know, like, um, what are your thoughts on shooting in Virginia? You know, would that be yeah, better? And uh, the trade-off is that it's easier for them during the shooting, but uh, it means that they'd have to be more involved in pre-production. Um, and yes. so Ian was like, I don't like, I, I can't right now, like fully commit to that because, right. you know, he, he was like, look, like in my, in my heart, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But in my head, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, I, I should, I should maybe be a little bit, um, careful about certain aspects of how we kind of commit to spending lots of time on the project. Um, in any case, I feel like we're in a really good position. Um, and yeah, I, think so. I think that, um, uh, we've got a lot of talented people behind the project. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited to get to the point where we can start on the pre-production for it, but I know we have a right. bit of a slog before we get there. Right. Got to get some fundraising done here. Right. So now you know a little bit more about how Distant Moon got involved. And as Josh said there correctly, between April 2020, when they had the conversation, and October 2020, when we're looking at the four days in October to shoot, there's a lot that has to happen, including funding, which we've already heard about, including finalizing the script, which, which we've heard about, including finding the cast members, which we've heard about. So now we're going to enter a time warp to September 2020. Chandler is sitting at his desk at 7 a.m. on a Thursday morning, and he is doing some shot blocking. And no, he's not playing basketball. That'd be difficult at his desk. He is figuring out how he is going to divide up every single scene in the script into discrete shots. I am sitting at my desk. Um, and I am uh, breaking down the script. And what I'm doing is I'm drawing lines to indicate shots and then labeling them what those shots are so on page one. So... We've got a medium shot from behind as they're sitting in a car um, in the driver's side and passenger side. I kind of want that shot to feel like you're with them um, in the car. But then there's a moment when Rhett... Um, feeling bad and he 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 says do you think mom hates me brett what because of today rhett yeah because of today and last thursday i just i can't stop thinking that she's like mildly disgusted by me and like us hey man don't talk like that we don't need that kind of negativity she loves you she just can't stand you i guess so I think when Brett says we don't need that kind of we don't don't talk like that we don't need that kind of negativity that's when close up Brett I guess I want that to feel like um, 
almost like POV. Not quite POV, but like very, very close to eyeline. <clears throat> All right, so he has the joints of Brett who takes another pull. You know, you know what it is. I bet she resents the fact that we that she, we have a dream. She's never had a dream. Here's Chandler with a little bit more about what shot blocking entails. Um, that's uh, it's basically just where the actors are going to move in the scene, and then how the camera is going to move in order to capture that. You kind of have to figure out the blocking before you can figure out. Um, most other elements of, you know, how you're going to light it uh, and that kind of stuff. Now, this might sound like a rather tedious process, and in some ways, I guess it is. But put yourself in the mind of a creative. Maybe you yourself are a creative and you've seen your work come to life in a very real way before. That's what Chandler is doing through this script breakdown shot blocking process. He's written a script. He has a picture in his mind of how he wants this to be executed but then through the shot blocking process, he's thinking, how do I want a viewer to feel when they're watching this? What types of emotions do I want to inspire in the viewer? And based on the answers to those questions, he's figuring out where am I going to position the cameras for each shot? Where am I going to insert the cutscene so that we go from one camera angle to another camera angle? How am I going to ask the cast members to deliver their lines? What type of emotional residence do I want them to be conveying in their delivery? So all of those things and more, we're not even talking about, you know, color and mood, but certainly you can, you can bet on all of those things being foremost in the mind of the director on the shoot itself. So Chandler's doing this and this is, it certainly takes a long time. I have actually hours of this audio, but I only wanted to share an excerpt to, to show you the types of things that Chandler is doing in the days and weeks leading up to the shoot. Now, obviously, this is just one piece of preparation among many. There's also the issue of getting everything to the shoot location. Now, in the previous conversation between Chandler and Josh, they mentioned that maybe the location would be Michigan. Maybe it would be in Virginia. It ends up being in Virginia, in part because Distant Moon is located there and all of their equipment is already there. But now Chandler and Josh and the rest of the crew who's not in Virginia has to figure out how am I going to get from point A to point B and how am I going to get the props that we need? You know, one of the props is, no kidding, a, a full-size car, a Mustang convertible, right? So there's going to be a road trip involved, uh, and they're going to have to get all of that stuff squared away and ready for the four days in October. Here is Chandler and Josh just, just days before the shoot commences, making sure they have all of their ducks in a row. All right, as long as we get it to Virginia in one piece. We got a kimono. We got How's the kimono? fake weed. I don't know. I didn't open it. It's uh, color looks good. Is it? Uh, we got some really tacky looking cop uniforms. Uh, <laughs> but I think in the dark, if we like take that off, it'll be it'll be fine. And then maybe not have them wear the hat. We'll see. They're <laughs> 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 stupid. Uh, the. The guns are great, actually. Oh yeah. Hey, what was that? What was that one you found? Um, the James Bond gun. Yeah, it was like sixty bucks. Oh. So I, I didn't buy it without checking. All right. So, um, I've been going back and forth with Alana about a bunch of little things. We still don't have a female cop. Yeah. Um, did I tell you, Ariana? Yeah. Yep. And I told Maggie that. So, Maggie knows that she's not going down with her. Yep. 
Um, I did get Maggie a new car. How much was the car? Uh, one ninety seven. Yeah, which is that, that sounds more of honestly what I was expecting. Like, I was shocked when you were, when I was like fifty bucks. Are you? That's amazing. Are well, you? I I, th I think out the door for the other one it was like a hundred. Um, when I added on the extra day. Oh, yep. Because I had to scoot it back, so she is gonna come in Tuesday evening. We're shooting her on Wednesday. Yeah, but she. Yes. So, um, we have a free bed, a mattress that Alana found. I found a right. twin bed frame for twenty bucks. Okay. Um, so we have something for the jail. Okay. Good. <laughs> we'll have to make a modification to the bed frame. We just need to cut it a little bit. To so that it doesn't have like a back, mm. so it's just four, okay, yeah, four sure. legs basically. I think we're good on the props budget actually. I think I can probably order that gun. I mean, on Amazon we spent what three hundred bucks, and the props budget was originally five hundred, and there's some extra yeah. money in the pool too. So the it was it was about three hundred bucks on Amazon, not including the jackets. The oh, jackets okay. bring it up to eighty bucks on those. About bucks. Uh, mm. closer to like. Eight hundred. Oh, sorry, four hundred. Four hundred, and then if, if 50, we gotta buy things up there, fifty dollars of the props budget goes to the location for the bath. Another thing. Um, I mean, I think I think we're okay on wardrobe. Um, the twins uh, are bringing. I told them bring jeans and t-shirt options and some shoes, and mm -hmm. we'll buy the jackets and gloves. Yeah. So I had a thought. Oh, here, here's the other thing. I, I bought hard drives. That's great. <laughs> What's the plan on Saturday? Are they coming? Like, are we going think, to pick them up on Sunday? What's the deal? So yeah, I think what we're gonna do is, I think we're probably gonna meet in Ann Arbor or at least like somewhere. Yeah. You know, like maybe halfway or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, the idea is we would go hang out with them. Anyway, so we're thinking of doing that. Um, and then I think, you know, we'll just come back here one last night at home and then go, you know, if we leave here at like seven or something, then we can swing through their area, I think. I need to figure out where exactly they are. So the they that you heard Chandler and Josh referring to is actually the Zukowski brothers, who you may recall are from Michigan but now live in California. So Joshua and Jacob will be flying into Detroit to see their family for a little bit before joining up with Chandler and Josh in Michigan and carpooling the nine to 10 hours all the way to Purcellville, Virginia. There, they will meet up with Maggie, who's driving a rental car down from New York, the rest of the Distant Moon crew, who already is in Virginia, and a few production assistants who we will get to meet next episode. On October 3rd, the night before Chandler was going to start his drive out to Virginia and just 48 hours before he was going to be on set directing the first scene, I asked Chandler what was on his mind. <laughs> 48 hours. Actually, it's kind of crazy that you say 48 hours because, uh, yeah, wow, that's it's so close. How am I feeling? I mean, right now in this moment, I am feeling actually quite excited and not super nervous. Um, yesterday at this time, I was actually feeling kind of terrible um, just because I had just come off of a long week and and really like the whole thing 
past couple, the past like month has been very challenging um, because it's been a busy month at work and, you know, I have to work on this like nights and weekends. So yesterday I was like, oh man, I can't do, I can't do all the things that I want to do. And I don't like, you know, I'm, I don't feel um, like I've, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I wish I had more time. Um, well, and of course you've got a tiny human on your hands now. I do have a tiny human. He actually is probably crying right now. I just heard him, um, but <laughs> no, it's okay. Laura, actually Elena's here too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so you haven't been getting as much sleep. Uh, and, um, I mean, Laura has been awesome. She's been really, uh, doing a lot as I've been, you know, most of my evenings are totally just devoted to film finishing pre-production. Um, so anyway, yes, yeah, it's, it's been a lot, but I feel really good. Like right now about most things, there's still some outstanding questions in my mind, um, that are, uh, I mean, we're just going to have to see how it goes, I think on like the next couple of days. So Chandler, final question for you, as you sit here and think about where you want to be five days from now, looking back on a successful shoot, what does success look like to you? How will you know if you've been successful in this shoot? Um, I, uh, it's a good question. I, I, I think that success will look like, um, being able to say at the end that whatever we captured, uh, was better than what I had planned when I was, uh, like making my shot list, you know, or like writing the script or something like that, that, um, it wasn't just that we, you know, we got the right, we did it the right way, you know, or we, we, we did exactly what I was planning in my head because sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, but rather that, um, overall it was like, this is better than what I had thought. I think that would be, that would be success. And so on October 4th, 2020, Josh and Chandler get into their respective cars in Hillsdale, Michigan and walkie talkies in hand begin the drive to Purcellville, Virginia via Detroit, Michigan, where they will pick up the Zukowski brothers. All right, so I am leaving Hillsdale. Um, the date is October 3rd, I think, maybe the 4th. Um, I think it's the 4th. And, uh, <laughs> that's josh over the radio uh we've been uh we got walkie talkies in the car so we can talk to each other um anyway uh we're leaving hillsdale we are driving out to virginia um to shoot double bondsman so feeling confident um, and pretty relaxed, actually. Not super, not super tense, not super anxious. I'm just excited. Um, and I'm really glad that I feel this way. Even though there's some unresolved things that we'll need to figure out in the next 24 hours. Um, overall, I, I feel like we can really nail this script.
That's it for episode six of Real Life. Next week, episode seven, we'll follow along with the shoot itself in Virginia. I travel on location and bring you audio from the set itself. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll meet some new people as well. And we'll hear Ian, Chandler, and the rest of the crew discuss how best to capture Double Bondsman. That's all next week on Real Life Episode 7, Sandbags and Quasars. Thank you for listening to another episode of Real Life. For comments or questions, send a note to reallifeatcredalpodcast.com. I'll see you next week.